Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 26th of February, 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. We've been staying at home a lot more recently, and our homes are famous for being rather small. All this time spent at home highlights how important our personal and personalized space is. Today, as we use our hand sanitizers and smile at one another with our eyes only behind our masks, we'll be listening to two pieces about our personal spaces. The first is a story by Charles from our October 2019 show, which had the theme Unearthed. The second is a poem from DJ Hamilton on the theme of spring cleaning from the 2019 Hong Kong Spoken Word Festival. Before we get to today's pieces, though, a big hygienic hug goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. Stay safe and continue being awesome, Hong Kong. Hellos go out to listeners around the world as well, including listeners in Bangkok, Thailand, Ibagay in Colombia, and Jakarta in Indonesia. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. The entire population of our glorious city is on a holding pattern at the moment. And with kids being off school until after the Easter holidays and public gatherings discouraged, we decided to try again in April for our next live show. We'll post up a couple of small workshops in March, but no live shows just for now. If you're truly bursting with stories that you just need to share, please do get in touch through the website, hongkongstories.com. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have about storytelling. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with a story from our October 2019 show, here is Charles. It's the middle of the night. I'm lying awake under covers on my bed in the YMC Hostel, New York City. My heart is pounding. My hands are gripping the quilt tight. And my eyes are glued to the other side of my dorm room where a secret is unfolding life. I'm in New York City for a seven-week overseas internship program which takes place in my second year of college. And during these seven weeks, all participants are required to stay in the same hostel. To keep my budget as low as it can be, I share a triple room with two guys who come from the same college different than mine. For the sake of this story and to protect my roommate's identities, I will call them Y and Z. Y was a sophomore, and Seth was a freshman. They had known each other before the internship started. When I first met them, I thought they were two peas in a pot. Both had tan skins, good looks, contagious smiles, and athletic physiques. I enjoyed their company because they were outgoing, and they loved slipping in jokes about themselves to lighten up the conversations and to keep everyone's spirit high. As the internship proceeded, I noticed one thing. My roommates always stuck together. Though they work in different areas of the city, they managed to get up at the same time, freshen up, and go to the subway together every single weekday. I had an impression that they were more than friends. So one night, 
I hit the sack quite early because I was exhausted after a long day. My roommates texted me in advance that day. They would stay out late because they were, st- I mean, they were going to celebrate their friends, their mutual friends' birthday somewhere in Manhattan. The room that I shared with Y and Z had two double beds on each far side of the room. My roommates shared one, and I solely claimed the other. So that night, I went out like a light as soon as my head hit the pillow. But in the middle of the night, I wake to some strange, persistent, squeaky noises. What are these noises? Where did they come from? And these squeaks just get louder and sharper. All of a sudden, I hear a low-pitched moan. So I turn my head in the direction of the moan. My eyes start open and nearly pop out of my head. <laughs> Our room isn't completely dark because the street light streams through the window between our beds, and in the dim light. I see the outlines of two bodies entwined on bed. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> Who are they? And then my eyes shift to the floor. Clothes, pants, and sandals are everywhere. It all becomes clear to me they are my dear roommates. But in this moment of revelation, I don't feel excited. Rather flustered. What is wrong with these two gentlemen? What the hell are they doing? At first, I think I'm still in a dream. So I rub my eyes, I pinch my forearms, but the illusion doesn't go away. I'm freaked out. I need some help. So I try to reassure myself with some positive self-talk, and here it is: sex. It's a basic instinct. There's nothing deviant about it. It's very normal. It happens since the beginning of time. I could even remember the snappy slogan that I learned in sex education class in high school: "Sex is good, just play safe." But at the same time, I can't stop asking myself: Is this for real? I mean, making out in the room where there's someone else physically present. Do they not see me? Have they lost their minds? Finally, their sighs slowly die down, and the room falls into silence again. After a while, they get off their beds, stark naked. They are rummaging through their bags, luggage, and drawers, looking for something. Oh my gosh! They are tiptoeing towards my bed. Do they want to have threesome with me? <laughs> Hell, no way! I'm not into threesome. Threesome is not my thing. Definitely not. So I close my eyes. I hold my breath and shoot my chattering teeth with the quilt as they edge closer. Just when I think they are gonna wake me up and ask me to join them, <laughs> I hear shuffling sound. So I half open my eyes, and my dear roommates just stop right at my nightstand, 
on which I've placed a dozen unused temple pocket tissue packs for my own use. <laughs> One of the duo picks up a pack, opens it, takes out two pieces of tissues. One for himself, another for his mate, and they start cleaning up their bellies. Then <laughs> they crumple up the tissues, toss them in the waste bin, and go back to sleep. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Those tissues are mine. I bought them with my own money. They, are they were really expensive in New York City. They should have paid before leaving. The next day was a really difficult day. I couldn't concentrate on my work because my mind was totally on this big drama. You know what? It's just the third week of the program. I still have four more fucking weeks <laughs> to spend with those two lovebirds in the same room. So how am I supposed to do with them? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I was preoccupied with this challenge as I went back to the hostel from work. When I entered the ground floor lift lobby, I ran into my dear roommates. With their bright smiles on their faces, they asked me, "Hey, Charles, how was your day?" I forced myself into a smile and said, "Good." While we were waiting for the lift, they shared with me some funny incidents that happened in their workplaces. As I listened, I thought, "Huh? They pretend nothing had happened." So, I played their game by pretending nothing had happened as well. In the weeks to follow, surprisingly and thankfully, they behaved. At night. No more strange squeaky noises. No more intense breathing, and most importantly, no more searching for tissues. <laughs> Time flies, and it's already the last day of the internship. Each participant is required to write a feedback. I mean, to write some feedback to the organizer about this program. So, on this feedback form, there is an optional question. Which is really intriguing. What other rewarding lessons have you learned from this internship? <laughs> well, without hesitation, I write. I will never, never share my bedroom with strangers anymore, and if I do have to, I will never put my temple tissues on the nightstand ever again. Thank you. <laughs> There are so many important lessons to be learned from cultural exchanges. Never get between Charles and his tissue, for one. We love hearing all your stories here at Hong Kong Stories, and welcome you to sign up for a free workshop or reach out via email and let us know your story. You can find all the information you need at HongKongStories.com. Hong Kong Stories is committed to building community through storytelling, and there are many other community-based groups in our beloved city that also make this a better place. 
Encompass HK is a social enterprise. They highlight inequalities and find ways to address these imbalances in our community. Encompass HK encourages people and companies to participate in activities that raise awareness, but that are both fun and challenging too. Their program focuses on themes such as wellness and responsible consumption. From biodynamic wine workshops to music therapy, Encompass HK gives you a clear path to achieving UN Sustainable Development Goals. Find out more about Encompass HK's mission, activities, and how you or your company can be involved on their website, www.encompasshk.com. Encompass HK, helping communities to achieve their sustainable goals. Now we have a poem from DJ Hamilton. This poem was performed live in a show by Peel Street Poetry and Spill Stories as part of the Hong Kong Spoken Word Festival in 2019. Here is DJ Hamilton. Sometimes when people, this is a little introduction to the poem, sometimes when people are preparing to move and they encounter all their hoarding and messiness and procrastination, they hire a professional cleaning service. And when this person comes to your apartment for the first time, you take a little time and give them a tour and kind of, you know, show them where things should go if you'd been more organized. Uh, So this is uh, spring cleaning uh, in the form of a speech to a newly hired cleaning service. Um, Spring cleaning, a private tour of the most inner sanctum. What a mess. I can't believe I let it get this out of hand. Dust as endless, so it seems, as Borges' Book of Sand. The more I try to sweep the dust, it just gets worse and worse. It swirls in air. It's everywhere. It truly is a curse. This is so fucked up. There's no way to put it nicely. And so I've hired you for spring cleaning of my psyche. These big blobs of ego are really hard to wash away. No matter what I do, they're ugly and always getting in my way. Beneath this dust is a kind of order, different things for every corner. Regrets and failures on the right, teen traumas stacked above, humiliations to the left, and uh, this lockers for lost loves. Does anything at all smell worse than the lack of moral courage? I find these little plastic bags the perfect form of storage. I push grudges and resentments all the way to the rear. Still, I get tripped up when they reappear. Part two. More dust. This box of ideas is so old, I'm ashamed to say it's growing mold. The ugly carpet is a sort of heirloom from parents, well-intentioned, I assume. This is made from a special weave of everything that they believed. Prejudice, mistakes, and outright lies, sexual hang-ups, and thoughts of thighs swept under this rug are 50 years of unresolved issues and uncried tears. You won't see any insecurities here. They took up too much space. I had to move them out, you see, and get them their own place. (laughs) And the ugly thing out in the hall that looks like a huge hairball is actually a treasured remnant 
of a past romantic entanglement. Now we come to the darkest part, the graveyard of unfinished art. (laughs) Beneath our feet lie artistic ambitions that sadly came not to fruition. These stillborn songs and proto-plays could not survive the light of day. The roughed-out paintings and unread poems, the sculptures left without a home, these broken fragments of artistic expressions died ill-formed in fits of depression. With each misstep, we grind them down. They make a truly horrible sound, like crunching ancient tortilla chips. It's a sound that truly gives one fits. The dust that rises evermore like sand dunes piled to extremes comes from this thing I most abhor. Bits of desiccated dreams. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.